the emo social club podcast what's up (laughs) we're alive alive. this is brian i'm brian i'm lizzie hi lizzie welcome back (laughs) we are alive we are we are making it we're drinking fluids and we're eating food and we're yeah we're just really getting right back into the swing of things uh you may notice that we are we're still releasing on Mondays now, except for last Monday because we were fucking tired. Uh, yeah. But we are now back on a Monday. I am waiting. On my Tuesday, I am fading. I'm a Wednesday. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're back. And uh, we're just going to catch up with a few of the things that we did over the past. Uh, was that last week? It was last week, right? Who knows yeah. anymore? Time it's is been a long time. It wasn't. Well, together. Yeah. When this goes up, it will have been two weeks ago ish or about a week and a half ago. Um, so we did our uh, emo karaoke event for Chicago abortion fund on Wednesday, June 5th. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, Lizzie and I sang Dear Maria, Count Me In to a ready crowd. Um, uh, my understanding is that we had about 250 people in that very small space uh, at our peak time. And uh, do you have the numbers of how much money we raised? Yeah. So we were able to raise uh, $2,050, which is super awesome. And, you know, that is from a lot of really rad people coming out on a Wednesday night of all night. <laughs> and, you know, possibly going to work the next day. Good for you guys. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's through like just suggested donations and people making additional ones through the raffle prizes and all that, uh, gave away some Riot Fest tickets were, uh, from what I could tell the hot item of the night. Um, so thank you to Riot Fest for providing those to us. And, uh, yeah, so we, we raised good money for them and then I don't know, pretty, pretty, pretty successful the way I think of it. Pretty, pretty, pretty good night. Yeah, pretty, pretty exciting, pretty fun, pretty wild. <laughs> it was real wild. It was pretty crowded in there. And people so just are always asking for grilled cheese and you just scarfed it down before it started. Wild. I had to hurry. I was like, I need this food in me before I run this game, before I run this shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just there's so many people that just would like come up to me constantly throughout the night and like, Hey, when is my song going to play? And I was like, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to get there early, but also like, yeah, to try to do it all night. Yeah. The bangers, like you just, I don't know. Uh, I think it'll run faster next time. Or we're planning on doing it again. We're planning on talking with, um, Emporium and rad fake and, uh, and getting more nights of emo karaoke going on there. And, um, We'll sort that out at some point. Yeah, <laughs> at some if you point. Have a uh, nonprofit that you really like, leave it in the comments, and we'll look into uh, <laughs> possibly partnering with them if they're a bunch of emos like us and they want to work with yeah. us. There's sad people in everything. <laughs> yeah, there is. 
Yeah. Um, what else? I did a show. I did Emo Night LA. That's just, we did that thing. Um, next Emo Night LA is going to be July uh, 1st Friday. I forget what the date is right now, but we'll talk about that more when it comes up. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. 5th of July. 5th of July. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then Sunday night was the Three Cheers at Beauty Bar, which we were hanging out at, and it was pretty fucking cool. Um, I played a bunch of really random music and some people were like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, why not? Let's all, we all know these songs. I don't think anybody like what? Like, why wouldn't he play? Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to play some Billie Eilish. I don't care. (laughs) As everybody brought up that meme, uh, to me while I was playing it, like, is this Billie Eilish? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, but it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Beauty Bar and Emo versus Pop Punk and Brian Buckley for letting me do that because I had a lot of fun. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do that again, but there's no promises there because Buckley's back from tour now, so <laughs> he's running it again. Um, yeah, so we don't have much coming up. Uh, I'm I'm pretty much just doing just chilling for a while, just focusing on life, adulting, and. You know, not 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 worrying too much about climate change. Uh, so what's up with your life? <laughs> Love that. Um, this is my <laughs> half a year of grad school. So that's also why I was dying the last month. Um, <laughs> so but if anyone's going to see um, Kim Petrus at Lincoln Hall on Thursday, this upcoming Thursday, say what's up. If anyone's going to see New Politics at Beat Kitchen on Saturday, say what's up. If anyone's going to see Jimmy E. World at um, Northerly Island, <laughs> Next Thursday, say what's up. I'll be at all three. <laughs> um, so roll through and I will definitely be there. And I think that's about it. I don't have too much more coming up outside of that. That's enough excitement <laughs> for right now. I'm so tired. Yeah. Is new politics they're they're playing Bee Kitchen? I feel like they were a lot bigger they than Bee Kitchen. Show. They're doing like an intimate show tour. Uh okay. So they're only doing like six tour dates at like really small venues. But the funny thing was last time um, my friends and I, my, my boo-boo squad, last time we saw New Politics, we saw them at a KQX Nodo show. And my grandpa actually knows the owner of the bar that it was at. So he snuck us in through the back so we didn't have to wait in line. <laughs> <laughs> so we were there and we were like right at the front of the stage. And we had saw them before, I think it was like the week prior few days before at um no we saw them like last year they walked out on stage and they like gave us this look like i fucking remember you and we were like holy shit and then we saw them at metro and we like were in the front again and they were like stop like these girls are bad (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do the same thing and we're gonna see if we're that memorable like two years later (laughs) (laughs) and maybe we'll just fucking go back to their country they'll be like absolutely not Oh my God. No chill at all. Oh, zero chill. 100% of the time. My coworker <laughs> agreed with that. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm for support. And he's like, I got your back. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you do. I don't know. Um, so fucking I'm just yelling into this mic. Uh, so, um, we wanted to get into the riot fest lineup because we haven't talked about it yet because we've just had other stuff to discuss in the meantime. Uh, the 15 year 
anniversary of Riot Fest uh, is pretty awesome. Yeah, it's super hyped. I was definitely calling that Bikini Kill was going to be at Riot Fest and catch me mm. in that pit waiting for two hours, like <laughs> it, probably by myself, like I did for the Misfits. Oh my God. Because I love Bikini Kill. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know the Bikini Kill is reuniting and I'm like, this is like the perfect, perfect location for them to be playing again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you, uh, if you don't know, uh, Riot Fest lineup, which means you're probably not in Chicago because it was pretty much everywhere in Chicago. Um, Blink-182 is the main headliner because they were unable to play last year. Uh, so this year they're coming back and obviously they're on tour uh, this summer anyway, playing Enema of the State. So they'll be doing that uh, at Riot Fest this year, which is really cool. Uh, I hope that people who enjoy Blink-182 and Enema of the State really enjoy that because I may or may not be seeing the other band that's playing at the same time. We'll see who it is. But uh, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, I love Enema of the State and I would go see it. But I also saw Blink-182 when they did their Metro show during Lollapalooza. And I yeah. feel like I can't get an experience that tops that. But you probably if won't. I mean, during that time that I want to see, I'd go. But if there's any other band, I'm going to go see that any other band. <laughs> yeah. Also, just be because like, eh, they have so out. many like bro dudes. And yeah. at least when, they, when I was leaving the pit, when they were getting ready to play Lollapalooza, like at the like at the actual festival, not at Metro. It was just, I mean, obviously Lollapalooza crowds varied in the variety of crowds, but it was mm. just too many bros who were just like, didn't give a shit about other people who were just wilding <laughs> out. And I'm like, this is just not it. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, it's not, uh, it's not for me either. Same, same, pretty much the same reason. <laughs> just like, yeah. I, I don't know why everybody's so into this. It's pretty Okay. But yeah, I, mean, I hope that I mean, everybody enjoys that. California is very underlying okay, and that's about it. <laughs> I will walk out if they play word to death. Yeah. <laughs> so great. We just said that the festival we are looking forward to has a headliner we don't care much about. Um, well, listen, Jawbreaker is going to be there. Rise Against is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, you got if Slayer you like playing their final Chicago. If you like Jack White being pissy for his full hour and a half set and then cutting it short because too uh, many people on his on their phones, um, you'll like the <laughs> raconteurs probably. Man, I'll I'll watch the raconteurs. Like, whatever. It'll be fine. I'm sure they'll put on a fine show to play one song that we know. Um, Block Party is playing. They're playing a full album, which I know one song off of. Deantward uh, is so good they are so good and they will put on an incredible show uh, it's what that's your opinion it, it's so good it's it's so fucking good uh taking back sunday is playing two albums uh which tell all your friends and louder now they're skipping over you know they're they're top album but you know it's fine they're playing two really good albums so that's going to be really awesome to see they're there every year, though, so it's like, yeah, I can't wait to see right, back Sunday again. Right, they're, they're kind of like the new Andrew W.K. and Guard. Uh, who are also playing. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, it's like every year that they play the festival, Taking Back Sunday, Andrew W.K. and Guar has been there. And it's like, perfect. We love it. Um, the thing is, too, if they're was, playing, if Taking Back Sunday is playing two of their albums, do you think they're going to do two separate nights? So, uh, unfortunately, Census Fail kind of... Uh, 
leaked this because they put out their tour dates and they put yeah. the two dates of Riot Fest that they're playing on there, which means that, yes, it, it looks like uh, Taking Back Sunday and Census Fail and probably Against Me, since they're all playing two albums, are probably going to be playing two different days. Mm-hmm. So they'll be playing the albums, some other hits for each of those days. Love that. Right? Like, I'm, I'm very into that. Uh, I think that's a perfect way of doing it. Um, yeah, Against Me is also playing two albums and they're playing Reinventing Axl Rose and Transgender Dysphoria Blues. So those will be, uh, I don't know. I mean, Against you, Me is just you, you, a lot of fun really to watch. They're both amazing no. albums. Against Me is is just, I love every time that they're just like in Chicago because they seem to really give a shit about Chicago. <laughs> they live here. They live here? I didn't know that. Yes. Why would I know where people live? Why would I pay attention to where people live? It's just on Twitter. Laura Jane Grace talks about it and her newest. I don't follow her on Twitter. She has like a whole song about how she fucking hates Chicago, but loves it simultaneously. Oh, I do remember that song. That's how she hit me. We ended up talking and my crew ended up sending her. um, Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what I remember. I don't know. I don't know where people live. End of story. <laughs> I assume everyone is in LA and if they're not, they're in New York. And if they're not, what, where are you? You don't live anywhere. You just start, you show up on stage and that's where you, you belong. Somewhere not in the country. <laughs> Somewhere not in the country. I don't know. You could be anywhere. Um, yeah. And then Census be- Fail is playing. Oh, go ahead. The, the Shruts are not in this country, but they put on a really, really fun show. I just saw them down at Shakey's. And they have a lot of like audience participation, yeah. but they're just a really fun act. I would really yeah. say to go see them. I know you probably know like the radio hits, but they put on a really, really fun show. Yeah, that'll be good. I've seen some of their videos, probably from you, <laughs> probably oh. your Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, Census Fails playing Let It Unfold You and From the Depths of Dreams, uh, an album that I don't know, but I know Let It Unfold You, so I'll definitely check that album out uh and dashboard is playing as well the places you've come to fear the most which is not the album that i know much of uh but i'll have to listen to it and just be really sad to like get in that cry pit the crying pit yeah me, i saw them at shaking knees and that was barricade and they gave me the set list <laughs> me crying <laughs> just all over. at the fucking barricade oh my god all my friends cry. Tears, tears for beers. <laughs> that must be good. They went um, to everybody wants to rule the world by Lord, and then played their their own that they just <laughs> their version of it, and I was like, amazing. They get it. They get it. All these '80s bands. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised they're not playing Riot Fest because that would be a good set. Who was it that played like before the- Nine Inch Nails the other year? Like Nin was good when I saw them. Yeah. Yeah, there's the band that opened for them was like an 80s new wave band. I can't remember who they were. I, I don't remember. But, um, I remember my dad likes them. Oh, New Order. Was it? New Order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I told my dad. He told me I saw. <laughs> I was because uh, I was like hanging out waiting for Nine Inch Nails and then I'm like watching them and I'm like, well, their light show is fantastic. And yeah. as soon as they play, uh, as soon as they play Blue Monday, we're good. Well, the thing was, too, you looked in the audience and it was just a bunch of dads and like their sons. Yep. And that was it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pure dad rock. And then like everyone is lining up by the other stage and no one is watching New Order. It's like, yeah, that that's going on while we're here. 
Well, then all the all the moms were at Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Start contrast. We'll see you when you're done. <laughs> um. All right. Who else we got? Story so far. The starting line. I am so hyped yeah. for the starting line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was surprised to see the starting line on there. I didn't realize that they were doing more shows, but they announced fantastic. like another mini tour, and then they were coming through like a lot like the Midwest, and they skipped over Riot Fest. And I'm like, are they skipped over Chicago? I'm like, they're fucking playing Riot yeah. Fest. I'm gonna lose my goddamn yeah. mind. <laughs> Literally, like it's so hard to get like surprised from some of this because there are so many like tours that have to be announced before the dates and the the the. The, the right. shows of Riot Fest. So it's like, well, yeah, well, we can kind of make some decisions from your tour schedule. Uh, so, it, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize. Especially if you're used to like going to music festivals, like you kind of know like how to decipher yeah. these things. Yeah. But I want to be, I want to be surprised. Like, I don't want to like have all that information like given to me. I want to be like, yeah, I want to learn it when everyone else is learning it because it's fun. Uh, anthrax and the damned things are playing and then you're like all right well that's scott scott ian in both of those bands and then you got uh dan andriano from alkaline trio and you got matt skiba from alkaline trio playing with blinks so uh so what's going on here so uh so so you're getting some trio up run back and forth between stages out of breath (laughs) i mean all i'm saying is if you got band members that are in other bands like let's let's just have that band play too like put some alcohol and true on this yeah they played last year but let them play every year they're chicago safe like, why? yeah yeah you know where they live san francisco <laughs> no dan lives here matt lives in la or san francisco or something Derek lives here too uh but yeah that i don't know where anybody lives someone someone's gonna write in the comments like hey uh you actually got that wrong and it's like i told you i told you i don't know where people live um who else is playing uh american football a lot of these yeah a lot of these bands i don't really listen to like in this middle here this middle section here i remember seeing somebody uh complained that neck deep was too far down on the the list which is like they're in the third list beyond like all the headliners and the big bands. And like he was like, I've never even heard of there though. Like who? I feel like that's fair for Nick Deep to be still like, but they're in the middle, is. middle. Like be fucking grateful. Cause, Cause the guy was like, well, why is Nick Deep so low? I've never even heard of bikini kill or ween. And you're like, yeah, yeah, but that's not their fault. <laughs> like, like your fault of not knowing a lot of music that came out before your your, your come of age into music. First in music that shaped this entire fucking scene, but whatever. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I'm not complaining about like you need to know, but it's like, hey, don't complain about something you like have no information on. Like, just there's a reason that they're there, and there's probably like some people that are thinking about it more than you are. And you're just like, cool. I'm definitely going to complain though, which is great. Cool. Complain. I thought it was really funny because it's just like, why are you like, you're an idiot. And I like that. Um, Go off. Uh, I'm just going through the bands that I actually recognize. So if you see any that you recognize and you're like, Hey, I want to mention this one. uh, I'm already to glass. jaw. What? Yeah, Glassjaw. Uh, I saw them the first year they did uh, Riot Fest, and it was really good. They're just like really weird and crazy. And I I've always it. 
I first heard of Glassjaw back in like the Tumblr days when I was in high school. And there was mm. this one I followed and she was like super big hype for Glassjaw and MCR. And I was like, who's Glassjaw? <laughs> and I never actually listened to them. And then I saw them here again. I'm like, should I finally listen to this band? Is this a uh, sign? Yeah. It's like an influential post-hardcore record, basically. Oh. Like, I mean, they came out around the same time as a lot of those other bands that were doing a lot in the scene, but everybody was really into what Glassjaw was doing, I think. And I, I won't say like I got into them much later on, too. Um, but I, I, they're playing Worship and Tribute, which is the album that I've heard from them a bunch. Um, okay. It's not I would also say it's not super catchy. Like none of it is like, oh, man, well, granted, real like, sing along. I, I mean, granted, I only started listening to like Finch like three years ago. Yeah, and they're oh not my like, God, Finch is so good though. Well, they are. They're so fucking good. If you haven't listened to older emo, go fucking listen to Finch. They are fucking, so good. It is not that catchy either, but they are so fucking good. They're so good. Uh, on Twitch, Brendan Yuri was streaming, and he uh, he was like, "Yo, this is my like jam back in the day. I bet a lot of you haven't even heard of this band." And he played "What It Is to Burn." And he's like, this, this song was my shit. And I was like, dude, Brendan Yuri, like speaking the gospel. This is gospel. Please, this is gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can have the, the discussion right now about um, the village people are on fucking right. Yeah. If you, if you haven't seen, um, so village people do the YMCA song for you on culture swine who don't know. <laughs> Now. If there is a listener of this podcast that doesn't know that, please stop listening to our podcast because yeah, it's only going to get more you. insulting to, to you directly from here on out. Um, but on uh, <laughs> Facebook, of course, every year there's something fucking wild that people create. Like last year with Jerry, <laughs> people said, um, start a circle pit during Great Balls of Fire. And guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> circle pit during Great Balls of Fire. And now this year it's doing Wall of Death during the YMCA, which I have no idea how that's going to work or happen. But I'm so intrigued and interested that I feel like I have to be there just to know how this goes down. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, like you th- run together while with your hands up in the air doing the YMCA. Like, and you have to do the dance, too. Like the whole coordinated, like, dance. Yeah. Like, you have to. Like, what? I don't understand. How are you going to break that, you know, the synchronicity of it? to do a wall of death like it has to be insane. i think you're thinking i think you're thinking far too much about the logistics I of really how you am. do a wall of death during this and that is not the most important part the most important part is the fucking village people are playing at riot fest and there's the gonna be the ymca <laughs> oh yeah but like b52s i'm like sure but village people were a <clears throat> disco be um a sort of like gimmick like a, a sort of shot in the pan at the time b52 is like i mean fucking rock lobster jam mm-hmm. uh love shack is a jam but like village people like yes of course ymca is known by every human being on the planet <laughs> for the most part but like it's also not them it's just like a group of guys that are just doing it as the same costumed men uh i'm just surprised i'm just intrigued and i'm definitely going to be in the crowd like all right Let's see how awesome this is, because I bet it's going to be cool. What's going to happen during this set? Because I just don't understand. This is the biggest disconnect (laughs) of the entire lineup. Like, it's cool, but it's like a huge disconnect. I have no idea what went through people's minds. (laughs) Exactly. I I think disconnect is like exactly what we're all going to have to like think when we're watching that. Like, this is very cognitive dissonance. Um, So continuing, Frank Iero is going to be there. 
um, with Future Violence. Like- yeah, I am trying to get into his music, but I'm just not super caught on to it. I'll, I'll give it another chance before the show so that I can, you know, watch it. I will say, <laughs> be like, oh, I know this one. I will say um, when he switched over to Frank Iero and the Patients, it got kind of like slow. And I personally don't really like slow music like that. And it just didn't feel like what I anticipated Frank Iero to have as music. But like with the future violence, his third time he's reinvented his band. <laughs> it sounds like the first time around. So yeah. it's more jumpy and like, you know, screamo and, you know, everything like that. So it sounds more what you kind of anticipate from Frank Iero. So I like that more. When he was freaking out with the patients, I personally didn't vibe with it. I wanted to try to vibe with it, but I just couldn't. Um, yeah, fair. But I'm excited to see him again. I'm not excited for... <laughs> I saw Frank Iero with Dave House and the Mermaid a few years ago at Bottom Lounge. And there were girls who were underage. <laughs> I was like, where are your parents? I'm pretty sure <laughs> me and my friend who were there were the oldest, like people there without parental supervision I think and we were like 21 22 at the time and this girl is standing behind us and she has to be like maybe 16 17 like just not old enough and <laughs> she just screams Frank Iero fuck me daddy in the ass and I'm like excuse me oh I like oh, turn no. around because I like look because you like if somebody says that behind you you're like who is this person? Like, I need to know who the fuck this person is. I, <laughs> and I was like, where? I literally said to her, I'm like, where's your adult? And I was you like, no, absolutely not. You are too young to know what this is. Yeah. Who's that's the people who's wrong? <laughs> I was just so floored. And then I was like, oh God, I need to, I need to get to the back or something. I can't deal with this. I'm too old, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> So I, I really hope that just doesn't happen again. It you just don't do might. that. You never know. You never know. It might. Uh, grandson. I like grandson's one song. It's pretty good. Um, White Blood Reaper, in the water. White White Reaper is a band not to miss. They if you like Fiddler, you're gonna like White Reaper. They put on an amazing show. I'll have to check them out too. Never heard of them. Um, I don't know how they found me, which is just Ooh, too yeah. long of a band name. How they do you were, like have the like? Huh? How do you have the arrogance to be like, yes, we're going to name our band this, and you have to write out the entire thing on a? I mean, festival when poster. you used to be a form, when you used to be in Panic at the Disco all that time ago, I feel like it just carried over. Yeah, probably. I think because I, mean, uh, I know sometimes I just say IDK how, but yeah, it's just easier to say that honestly because for me yeah. to type to say it out to people I'm like absolutely not uh, it's a brilliant not, band name 2005 <laughs> uh isn't it maybe it is. it's a brilliant no. band <laughs> we don't we can't but, we can't um, speak to that I, thought, I don't know how but um they found me finally every time they've been in chicago i've not been able to go because i either have work or am i or i'm at another show and I finally saw them down at Shaky Knees and they were literally the very first band to open on Friday and they have a song called Nobody Likes the Opening Band and in the biggest power <laughs> move that entire weekend next to Tears for Fears they open with Nobody Likes the Opening Band <laughs> <laughs> and they can't do this now they, they saw their chance and they took it and I'm so proud of them yep, yep. good job I love it uh, also, if you like emo 
you have to go see Hot Mulligan. They are like yeah. the up and coming. Like I think they're gonna be like the new like the new emo stable. They're one of my favorite bands at the moment. I just saw them at Bottom Lounge. There's a sold out show with Belmont and Fredo Disco um, and Future Teens, and all those bands are amazing. And the fact that Hot Mulligan got in this YFF lineup, I am so floored and so surprised because I saw them at Evolution Music in downtown Downers Grove two years ago. <laughs> and I can't believe that they're like playing Riot Fest now. And they also sold out like half of their tour. And it's just so awesome. If you like new emo or you want to have like that nostalgic emo feel, they're like the closest you're probably going to get. And I highly, highly recommend anyone to go see them. Also, they're like, it's are wild. They're <laughs> wild, but everyone's nice about things. Like they won't drop you. <laughs> Good. So there's this band on here called The Who, H-U. So they're, yeah, they're like a Mongolian metal yeah. band. One of my friends actually Mongolian, told me traditional. Yeah, I so my buddy uh, gave me like a link to that their YouTube video, and I was watching it. And I'm like, this is incredibly good. <laughs> like, yes, it it's super different, and it's really good. And I'm actually like. What, I'm very surprised that they're on this. I know I know that Riot Fest tends to try to get um, a lot of bands from different uh, different places, different like different types of people on stage, um, which is important. And honestly, what I appreciate most about Riot Fest is like we're bringing all these different people and all these different cultures together in one place to enjoy one thing that, you know, we all love. Uh, so I was like kind of shocked to see them on here. And then also like, no, nah, that's not that shocking. Like if I was like. Oh, hey, I found this really awesome band. They are Mongolian metal and they kind of do throat singing and they play like traditional instruments. Uh, we need to have them on the festival. I'd be like, yep, let's get them on the phone. Like, let's call Absolutely. them up. Let's get them I don't here. need any other convincing. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so I'm I'm really interested in watching them. Uh, Mask Intruder is always fucking great. Teenage Bottle Rockets, really good. Cherry Glazer, amazing. Um. I'm really surprised Cherry Glazer is actually playing because they're more kind of like an indie pitchfork band, even though they are very punk. But, you know, the indie kids, they want to be yeah. hardcore. Um, <laughs> they really do. They really do. Dave House and the Mermaids also really, really good. If you like the Menzingers, especially their latest album, you'll probably like Dave House and the Mermaid really, really well. Um, they just put on a really great show. They really just make you not want to look at your phone. That's just how good they are. Um, <laughs> Caroline Rose, also someone I didn't expect to see on the Riot Fest lineup. She did sell out Lincoln Hall a couple months back. She's mm. kind of like this um, folk country twang punk. And it's really good. And I, was, I wasn't I was too sure about it, but I listened to her um, at the office because one of my coworkers was really into her. And I was like, ooh, she's really good. It's like um, if you like old Johnny Cash, but also like Murder by Death, from Bloodshot Records. That's <laughs> yeah, like the vibe. That makes sense. That's yeah. the vibe. I like that. We're getting to the bottom of the list. So these are a lot of the bands that I don't listen to because I don't listen to music that came out <laughs> recently. Well, um, Angel Dust, I know, was on tour with Every Time I Die, but I don't actually know what Angel Dust's music is. I think they're like um, rap emo core. I could definitely be wrong. I have no idea. <laughs> I think I listened to one song. I think they're more metal. Yeah. Lizzie doesn't know genres. 
Microwave, really awesome. Um, QQQ, if you like old school punk, they're really, really good. Sincere Engineer is a um, local, like, sad pop emo, and mm-hmm. they are amazing. Skating Polly is also, like, um, throwback punk. Um, and it's kind of like Riot Girl sounding too. I would really say try to see them. I'm going to try to see them because I haven't been able to catch them when they've all been to Chicago a few times. Um, on here, everybody else underneath, I don't know. <laughs> Kali Masi, but, I know, is local. Yeah, uh, but the fourth line down before, before I gave up. <laughs> Wait, which, which line are we looking at? Um... After skating Polly, and there's like no parents, Ultra Q, Lando, Chill. I don't know anybody underneath yeah. that. Yeah, I, I just know Kelly Mossy. And the rest oh. of them are like, I'm never sure if these are real acts. <laughs> Hooray, my parents are yeah, here. The Porta Hotties, Anus Tart, <laughs> which is just, uh, how do you name a band after a joke from Arrested Development? <laughs> a new I mean, start. They went off. <laughs> They went off. Um, so, yeah, that's the majority of what we are excited. There's plenty of other bands that are playing it. Uh, when we didn't get into like Manchester Orchestra, um, Descendants, Final Femmes, a lot of good bands that we may or may not be watching. I'll, I'll definitely be seeing Manchester Orchestra unless there's another band that I know more music by that's playing at the same time. Um, but if you're excited about uh, Riot Fest, you should, you should tell us in the comments where we can have a discussion about it on our social media accounts. Um, Twitter is a lot of fun for, uh, for people to communicate and nothing else. And, <laughs> And if you're on Twitter, I will most likely answer. If you're on Instagram, it'll be either Brian and I, Hamster. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Facebook, that's cool. But like nobody sees our posts on Facebook. So like, cool. Great. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, let's have a discussion. Let's talk about who you're excited to see, because we'll definitely be there and we'll definitely be uh, hanging out. And we hope that you come up to us. It was really uh, it's always really cool to like do an event for Emo Social Club like we did with karaoke and have people like. Oh, hey, I listened to the podcast and you're like, really? Yeah, Somebody literally, actually does. I have had, I've had like a total of like at least four to six people, I think, come up to me in like the last couple of months. And I'm literally just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but that was a nice <laughs> we just thing. don't understand. Like, I love like the stuff that you cover. And, you know, it's so great and proactive. And I'm like, I'm floored because I just don't know what to mm-hmm. say. We are not aware of you. And uh, so let's have more of a discussion around it and see see what we're going to see. So fuck the Orwells. <laughs> uh, so, so you want to introduce the section is just a- go fuck themselves. Yeah, so if anyone is in the has listened to them um, or is in the Chicago area and is involved in like the DIY indie scene, um, there was a lot of issues with them and there was a lot of um, exposure about them being abusers and rapists. And they basically got effectively canceled in the best way possible. They lost their um, label, they lost their record deal, and they were pretty much shunned from the community because they also didn't own up to any of it. They were, you know, victim blaming and everything. It was just really messy and really bad. So they disbanded. We don't hear from them. And then today they just said that they're releasing an album after a short breakup 
which this was not a breakup. <laughs> and what's kind of interesting is that they're trying to still be like their um, quote unquote funny selves. And they posted on their Instagram, like their artwork for their album. And it just says the Orwells. And it's just a white box with a black square in the middle. That's just white inside. And underneath it says, we had an album cover we wanted to use, but after getting dropped by our label, we can no longer afford to use it. So instead you can stare in this blank square and what it, it's like they deserve to be dropped from the record label. And I really hope that most people don't still give them the platform to try to put out new music. I guess somebody said that they have it on their YouTube channel. I haven't wanted to check it out. Um, if it's there, it's there. But, you know, maybe report it or something. Go off. And <laughs> I just think it's so gross and disgusting. And, you know, of course, there's everybody who's like, Oh, I think people just made up those accusations. Don't send those people. People are dumb. There's like Google documentation. There's like a hundred. There's a lot of articles. There's a lot of, you know, witnesses and victims saying their own accounts who are brave enough to come out about it. So don't support the Orwells. I don't care if you think their music slaps or not. There's so many other bands that are significantly better than them who also have better stage presence. Instead of Mario Cuomo climbing on top of the sound tent during Ride Fest two years ago because he was so high out of his mind that for the last 10 minutes of the set, he just rolled around and screamed into the microphone nonsense until it ended. Okay? <laughs> There's so many better bands than that. There's better bands. Um, who also aren't abusers. And <laughs> the best thing to do is to, one, spread awareness about it, but also after the fact, don't give them the, pub the publicity. Don't talk about them because after this, I'm not going to personally address it, um, you know, on the podcast because they don't deserve uh, that publicity. I will say that Consequences Sound is actually getting a lot of heat for it, too, because they their headline for their article about the Orwells coming back was literally after not even a year break, the Orwells are back with a new album. And they kind of bury the lead in the facts of what happened last year, which I get it. That's, this is how you write. But at the same time, you know, with, you know, responsible journalism and reporting, this is something you should have included in the headline. And a lot of people, especially like music journalists in the Chicagoland area, are really heated about it. And they're completely valid in it. So if you see a lot of hate for consequences sound in the next couple of days, that's probably why. And screw the Orwells. They don't deserve anything anymore. And don't support <laughs> users in the music scene. We don't want that. <laughs> I have nothing to add. Because that is just true and correct. Um, there's a lot of bands. There's too many bands in many ways. There's just so many fucking bands that you don't deserve and you don't need to keep your place in music if you're just going to squander it and use it for wrong <laughs> for bad for evil basically for yeah uh so I, you just don't need to like 
it's a, it's a, it's a, no, I don't want to dive into too much bullshit, but I'm like, if people decided that they didn't want to support a band because the band was accused of a bunch of shit and the band is like, yeah, but we didn't do it. It's like the people still get to choose what they want to do. So if people have chosen that this is how they want to deal with what the news is that came out and the band seems to not be doing anything to really feel remorse. And it's just like, well, cool. Without really changing our behavior, we're just going to put out a new album. It's like, yeah, but nobody wants it. Nobody believes in you. Nobody, nobody trusts you now. Nobody has any faith in you as people. And music is so based in like how you like or, or what the person is saying and what the person is saying to people and, and how that music is translated from the artist to the listener that like, it's okay to just be like, yo, like that person now sucks. And like, we need to have other music cause there's too much music out there that like, there's somebody better making music that you can listen to and support than support people on some bullshit. Yep. And if you have any other bands that are similar and better than the Orwells, you can definitely drop them in the comments. Um, because Just, you know, drop it in the comments. Music that is good garage rock. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you other know, people just, do. The indie kids are yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Just drop it in the comments, guys. Like, we'll, we'll talk about good bands. We'll talk about, like, people doing good things and not... Just fucking trash men. <laughs> so uh, yeah, welcome back. We've uh, we, we're finally putting out another episode, and uh, we hope you've enjoyed it, and we've hoped that it's been everything you you missed and needed and heard from from voices that you've only had in your head for so long, and uh, and now you, you you have them back, and we're here to help you to get through these, these, these times with our sad music choices. <laughs> and it's been, it's been a year now, I think, since we started this podcast. Uh, yeah, pretty much a year, yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously 2019 has been us doing it more consistently, but, yeah, I think our first episode was around a year ago. Wow, look at, look at how far we come. Thanks for listening, guys, for this yeah. long. Reporting us that's so episodes. wild. 35 episodes, one year in. Thanks for being there. Thanks for if you're first time, if you're if you're an old timer. <laughs> I don't know what we you're call. OG. We don't have names for our fa- we don't have names for our fans. It's not like yeah, if you're like a a I don't know, from I just way back. And I feel like that that flows enough for now. <laughs> it flows enough. Uh, yeah, thanks to you everybody for coming back. We'll see you next week with another episode. And uh, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club, I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. <laughs> and goodbye! <laughs> I, 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 we try our best, but you don't succeed.